Hello and welcome to the ME7 podcast. The Jules head to Wales this Saturday afternoon as we take on Newport County um, in Skybet League 2. Looking to, um, yeah, to hopefully pick up um, three points as, as Jules look to rectify dropping I suppose you can say we dropped two points on Tuesday night or it was a point gained, whatever way you sort of look at it. Um, so, yeah, quickly, before, I mean, he's got to shoot off. So we've got a, um, we've got a Newport County um, speaker tonight, 1912 Exiles, um, Newport County podcast. Good evening, mate. We'll, I know you've got five minutes, so we'll, we'll quickly um, let you speak and then you can shoot off. Um, yeah, obviously, Jill's come to you on Saturday afternoon um just give just give a a little a little overview of where newport are at and what jill's uh, to expect yeah sure well good evening that's with that um yeah arguably you've probably got a better chance against us this coming saturday than you might have done a few weeks ago we we were in a the middle of an insanely good spell um unbeaten at home in the league uh this calendar year we'd we'd had some good victories we'd obviously also had the cup run culminating in that match against man united uh but the wheels came off a little bit on tuesday night against notts county who i have to say they they look like a very very good team probably the best team um in the fourth division that we played this season they they spanked us at their place and they did the same uh on tuesday night um, and I think that sort of slightly punctured the the optimism that was in the camp. I think after last weekend's win, a lot of us were kind of looking up the table and thinking, well, maybe we could put a bit of a run together, you know, sneak into the playoffs. I think now probably that's it, it, it could still happen, of course, mathematically. But we've got a really tough set of fixtures against us. I think the next eight games are all against teams in the top half. Um, coming up against the Gillingham team as well on uh, on Saturday, you know you you're, you're going well. Um, I think yeah, it's probably one that most Newport fans would take a point from and just give ourselves a, a chance to breathe a little bit at the moment. Really, because um, yeah, I, I suppose we have a we have a I think we have a different opinion. Certainly, this end we, we we're actually a bit a bit <laughs> a bit worried about going to Newport <laughs> on Saturday. Um, it just 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 the simple fact of look at obviously prior to your your Notts County result, you'd obviously beaten Walsall comfortably or or in a good run of their social. You obviously yeah. beat Swindon, you'd beat Wrexham as well. Um, we did, at, yeah. I'm glad at, you mentioned home, that. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I suppose, I suppose for, for for you guys, it was nice to get to get certainly get one over them. Um, but but I suppose yeah, from from you, is that is that how you feel then? Is is it's it's the case of you're, you're hoping to take a point from Saturday? Well, I I think it's like I say, it is just slightly that momentum after Tuesday night. Um, yeah, that took the wind out of ourselves a little bit. It, it was funny because you know um, last Saturday we went to Walsall thinking that might be a tough game. And it was one of those, every shot we took in the first half went in. I think we had four shots in the first half and or four on target anyway. Three of them were goals, three nil up at half time, And you, you've kind of, you've done the hard work. And then the opposite happened to us on Tuesday night. Notts County were extremely good. Everything they tried came off. We just we looked a little bit leggy. Um, and, and yeah, it kind of, the manner of that defeat, I mean, it was 3-1, but, you know, it was only a late penalty that gave us a consolation. Really, we were we were given a, a footballing lesson on Tuesday. Um, and, yeah, I think probably what we, what we don't want now is to get into a really bad little run and start losing games. So 
Um, I, I mean, I, I do feel like maybe over recent years we've, um, or certainly, you know, early this season and last season, we we maybe have had the hex on Gillingham a little bit and been a bit of a kind of bogey team for you. Um, but yeah, Saturday, I think, is going to be a tough game. You know, we've got to kind of lift ourselves a little bit after Tuesday. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm I take correct. a point. I'm, I'm correct in saying you've got no Omar Bogle. Is that is that right? There is no Omar Bogle. He's out injured at the moment. Actually, you know, the, even if he was fit, there's an argument that at the moment he might struggle to break into that front line because Will Evans is scoring goals like they're going out of fashion. We've got this lad, uh, Seb Palmer Holden, on loan from Bristol City, who, um, again, they, you know, he's formed a really nice partnership. And then we brought in Luke Jeffcutt during the transfer window, who's starting to get a little bit more match fit and match sharp. So, yeah, I mean, Bogle will be, we will be pleased to have him back. But um, at the moment, the, the front, the, the front guys aren't the problem. I think it's the defence where we just need to solidify a little bit. Yeah, would you say that that, that Will Evans is 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 the da- is the danger man for 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 Jill Sands to watch out for on Saturday? Then, yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's a reason why he's scored over 20 goals this season. He's the the name on everyone's lips. I suspect he'll probably move up a league in the summer. But um, we're just enjoying the journey with him. He's a, he's a great human being. His his goals have been fantastic. He can play anywhere on the pitch, and um, yeah, it was just a great story to see what's happened to him over the last couple of years. Before we let you go, then, because I know you need to, I need to shoot <laughs> off. Um, let's get a, let's let's get a prediction then for for Saturday from a new point. New, new oh, point. I, I'm going to say one-one, and like I yep. say, I think in some ways that might not be the worst result for for either team. You know, a point kind of uh, on on the travels for you against a, a side who you know been in good form so far this year is okay. Uh, whilst for us, it would just mean that we can kind of then take a bit of a breath before that next tough run of fixtures and um, and feel we've got another point on the board. Nice. Perfect. We'll let you go then. Thanks. All right. uh, yeah, Cheers. Thanks. Thanks Cheers, mate. Okay. Um, yeah, let's carry on the the, the, the podcast tonight then. Um, great to hear from a from, from a Newport Newport fan perspective. Um, always good to get opposite opposition fans on. Um, yeah, b- before we bring Matt into it, um GS, GSFT debut on the podcast channel. Good evening, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, yeah, your your debut on on um on the ME7 podcast, um, you said for a while you've 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 wanted to come on, so we so we've got you on. Um, yeah, I, I suppose we'll start with with, with Tuesday night. Um, from your point of view, just give your overriding opinion before we move on to, to Saturday's game. Yeah, I mean it was a game of two halves, weren't it? Really, I think the uh, first half, obviously, the less said, maybe the better. I think the first ten minutes was competitive. I don't think we overly edged it. Um, I think Swindon really grew into the game from that point. And it probably wasn't until the half-time changes. Actually, we spoke bizarrely at half-time about going to a 4-4-2. I didn't think he'd do it. I thought he'd just bring McKenzie on for Ogie. But, yeah, I mean, he showed he was willing to make the big decision. And after that, I did think we was uh, the better team. So, I think, <laughs> harsh way to finish the game, I think. But overall, yeah, I think the draw was probably a fair result. Yeah, Matt, we'll bring you in then. Um Matt, how would you feel uh, your your overriding factor after after Tuesday night? Obviously, now I've had time to sort of think about it and and you know I've slept on it. Yeah, look, uh, I am gutted we didn't walk away with all three points because we conceded right at the end. But at the same time, I think a, a point was sort of the fair result there. Um, and I just want to—I just want to say now, after sleeping on it, I, I want to see Jorge start at the weekend. 
Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. This 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 Jorge Ortano's um, position in the team at the moment. Um, yeah, GS, we'll bring you in, mate. Um, about about this about this topic. Um, it, in my opinion. I just feel that because he gives 110% into his performance, he ends up running himself into the ground. And I, f- I just feel like because he he doesn't really look like he knows what he's doing, it then confuses defences. And certainly when they're tired, he can make crazy things happen. I'm just not sure it would work from the start. I understand people's point of view from the start, but what's, what's your feelings on it? Yeah, I think I've got to agree with you. I think... Um... I mean, first and foremost, when he comes on, he brings an energy that it, it just it goes across the crowds, where he lifts everyone. You know, the second we see him come on at halftime the other day, everyone's immediately lifted. My concern would be, much like yours, is can he do it for 90 minutes? I know he's a young man, but the way he plays and how much he chases, and I'm just not convinced he'll be able to do that from the off. He might, but I'm, I'm not sure. Plus the fact it benefits us when he comes on when defences are tired as well, as opposed to just obviously starting. Okay. Can, can I just say, though, that I think this is the perfect opportunity to start him because you're right, at home, when you bring him on in front of that crowd, it gives us a lift. Uh, but I think away from home, against a, you know, it's going to be a shaky Newport team, hit him from the off with his pace and his energy, and I think he could really scare them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an, it's, it is an interesting topic um, because I also saw some... Um, I saw some unwarranted criticism go towards Ollie Hawkins on 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 um, on on Tuesday night. I feel that that Ollie didn't 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 really have his best game on on Tuesday. I just thought he airily got he got beaten quite a bit. Obviously, he scored the goal and 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 yeah, it was a fantastic ball from Max Clark. Um, but but I suppose yeah, just let, let, let's go with the question then. What what would be who would be your front two um, on on Saturday? Because I just don't think at the moment Josh Walker's doing doing enough for me. Oh, yeah, tough one. I would probably, I'd actually probably go with Walker. I don't think he's done enough to maybe warrant it, but it's only because of the fact I'm worried about Hurtado starting a, a whole game. Uh, the only other option would maybe to play Lapsley off Hawkins, but again, I'd rather have someone trying to run off the last man like Walker will do. He didn't do it enough for me though on Tuesday. He didn't gamble enough. We uh, criticised Hawkins a bit for not winning enough headers. But watching the game, I don't think Walker, he didn't he didn't gamble enough. Even when their balls were going over the top, he was almost reactionary, waiting to see where the ball went rather than sort of gambling and getting onto it. Yeah, I know your front two is going to be, Matt. <laughs> there's, there, there's no point asking asking you the question about about the front two because it's going to be it's going to be Hawkins and Ortado in 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 your opinion. Um, a couple of other individual performances that I want to pick out from from Tuesday night and and going into the weekend is is Tim Tim Dieng and Max Clark. Um, Matt, I'll come to you first about Timmy Dieng. Um, I I thought he was very very good on Friday night against Notts County. I wasn't so sure he deserved the man of the match on Tuesday night <laughs> against Swindon. But how do you feel Timmy's been doing? I think we were noticeably poorer in that area when he was injured. Uh, but since he's been back, yeah, he's had a couple of good games and a couple of games where he's sort of almost just drifted on by. But although I will say, I actually think losing him 
um, when he came off. I actually think that I understand why why he came off. We needed to obviously change it up, but I, I think that sort of impacted us in that middle of that park area. He is, I think, an integral part of this team uh, at the moment, especially with Dom Jeffries being out. Um, look, I mean, he, he'll probably admit, you know, you know uh, Tuesday night wasn't his best game. It wasn't his worst game by no means, you know, by no means. But yeah, it wasn't his best game. Um, but he's integral to if we're going to be playing, especially sort of that three-five-two system. He's integral to it. But depending on how Shad is, obviously, I think that's going to be, you know, are we going to change? Is that formation going to change then? Um, and he may become. Uh, it might start sort of seeing him more on the bench because I think Ethan Coleman's almost got that place in the middle of the park now down. Yeah, what about you, GS? What, what's what's your what's your opinion on on Timmy? Oh, again, I like Timmy. My only concern is when we put him and Coleman in the central midfield, especially if we go do stay at the four four two, or even if we go to three five two. It's just a lack of mobility within them two. Individually, both brilliant. My concerns if they're both like, I actually do think we miss Dom Jeffries. I don't believe he's having the best season. But we miss his energy when he's not there. And that's that's my biggest concern when you play with both of them. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Obviously going go certainly going away from home as well. Um I, I presume we I presume we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the back three again on well, it depends on Shad, doesn't it? That's that that's the thing. But yeah, let's let's speak about Max Clark then. Um Matt will come to you about Max Clark. I thought we again he had a another good game on, on Tuesday night. He obviously set up the Ollie Hawkins goal. I thought he was defensively sound as well. Um showed good energy, showed good delivery from that left hand side. Um yeah I think I think he did well on Tuesday. What, what what's your thoughts? No, I totally agree. I thought he was excellent on Tuesday. And, um, look, you've got to be honest. I, I think Scott Malone will be understanding why he's, he's currently on the bench because Max, the last two games, has been undroppable. Um, again, I'll be surprised if, if he's not starting on uh, on Saturday because he was, yeah, he was absolutely, he's been immense. And we all knew his quality before he came to the club. You forget, I mean, he was in a title winning team last year. Probably one of the sort of players of the season uh, that year for his club, and we knew he had quality. And the fact that he was coming in and just currently, you know, on the bench, you we all understood. We all understood why. You know, Scott Malone is a quality player, but Max deserves his place in this starting lineup as uh, in this uh, starting uh, lineup. Sorry, on on Saturday because he has been immense the last two games, and yeah, I think he's undroppable. Yeah, Jay, what, what what's what's your what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, fully agree. I think Max has been brilliant. And one thing I will say about Max as well is it would have been really easy for him in January to turn around and ask to leave the club. You know, he probably came here on the proviso he was going to be first choice. I mean, there's no way we could turn turn down signing Scott Malone in the summer, but he's waited his time. I think he's taken his chance with both hands. I'd also like to say, you know, Scott Malone, for a lot of the stick he's got in the last couple of games, I thought when he came on the left side midfield, he played really well as well on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we'll, we'll before before we um, move on to to um, yeah Saturday. We we obviously saw the the last walks happen um, on 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 Tuesday night. I, I, I 
presume the football club are gonna uh, are gonna carry it on before every single game. Um, it had it had its slight even issues where it where it simply just cut out and and we got and we sort of was like oh okay and and we sort of carried it on. But I'm sure that's gonna be gonna be sorted. Um, I'm pretty sure Owen probably did speak about it on Tuesday night. But but Matt and G Matt will come to you first. What were your thoughts and opinions on the last words? Because I've seen it. I've seen it some criticised by a couple of fans about about oh it isn't it isn't the right song to do whatever else but in my opinion it's it's the Gillingham FC song so that's that's what should be played. I loved it. Uh, I um, I was hoarse for the following day. Uh, people definitely knew I'd been at football because I sang loud and proud and I had my flag my flag waved uh, above my head and. I can't say what I went above my head, and you know, I was, I, for me, honestly, I've got to say, it was, it was an amazing experience. It gave me goosebumps, and I think it's got to stay. Yeah, the timing issues, I get all of that, um, but it was a work in progress. And look, it's against, you know, technically, you know, our bit of rivals in Swindon. What a night to start it on! For me, it's a tradition I would love to see, but I would also love to see. You know, maybe mascots at the entrance of the tunnel waving flags or, you know, around the stadium or whatever. Or get the ball boys to have flags around the stadium, get them waving with the logos on, on it or whatever. Because that atmosphere for that first sort of, you know, 15 minutes or so, it it was amazing. You know, I, well, unfortunately, we as a team didn't capitalise it, capitalise on it. But I just really felt the buzz around the stadium and long may it continue. Yeah, G, what's what's your opinion on it? Yeah, fully agree. I mean, I loved it, to be fair. I mean, I think I was one of them people. I campaigned for it pretty hard. I think Scoops obviously first mentioned it. I believe you boys put the hashtag to it. And yeah, that was it. I was fully campaigning behind it. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, it's probably the first time this season where within 20 seconds of kickoff, I didn't look around me and see everyone sitting down. I think after we'd finished singing it as well, the applause afterwards, it, yeah, goosebumps moment. And yeah, after that, just, just, you wanted a roar. And I think for the first five minutes, I think we did that, especially in the rain end. I mean, unfortunately, it was one of them. Swindon played the game. They started holding the ball and obviously tried killing the atmosphere, which you're going to do as the away team. But again, we come back strong second half. I think, they again, the rain end was loud. Yeah, 100%. I'd keep it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. OK, let's move on to, to Saturday then, Newport. Um, yeah, we'll travel to Newport. All uh, 500 dual fans traveling down to Newport and and maybe the rest on the day. Um yeah, the, the the form guide suggests that we are basically level level pegging in the last eight matches. Newport actually um yeah, Newport have basically drawn one less game meaning that they are second in the form guide across the last eight games. We're third in in the, in the last um eight games. They've um yeah, obviously, last time out losing three one to to Notts County. You heard from the the Newport fan earlier on in the show um, that that mentioned that it it may well kill the confidence of the um, of the Newport players, which is quite interesting to hear because I think from, certainly from from my point of view, I'm, I'm it, it after Tuesday night, Saturday becomes almost a must win for this Gillingham team in this playoff race. Um, Matt, we'll come to you first about Saturday. Obviously, Newport have got their strengths. They've obviously got Will Evans that's hit well over 20 goals this season. Um, but we've shown 
certainly recently, that our away form is, is better than our home form. Um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts ahead of Saturday? Oh, yeah, I'm... Um, <coughs> excuse me, give me two minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Saturday, actually. Obviously, yeah, I know Newport were on this amazing run. They won, yeah, was, uh, was it 15 or whatever it was? They got unbeaten in 15, amazing home record. But I think a confidence shows that when we go away, we're, we're, we're happy to attack teams and, and put teams under pressure. We did it against... Uh, uh, Notts County, you know, we, you know, we obviously, you know, got them on the counter attack and scored three great goals. And I think Newport have potentially struggled, uh, you know, again, they did struggle against Notts County the other night. And I don't know, I, I, I feel confident. It's it's weird. I know Will Evans up top is going to be yeah, one to look out for. Um, I think even if we're going to go to four at, four at the back or whether we go back to three at the back, however we decide to do it, I don't know. I just feel confident. I think... I think our waveform is is starting to to turn, and you know it's starting to get really good. We just got to get that home form back. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and I, I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. And look, I'm I'm going to say I want Hortada to start because I you know I just got a feeling if he starts, Newport are kind of going to be reeling from three one loss the other night. So let's hit them hard and try and get a couple of early goals. Okay. Yeah. Gee, what? What, what what are your thoughts and feelings ahead of Saturday? I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit concerned. Only because we seem to struggle against teams who are going to sit in. Obviously, Notts County didn't do that. It suited us. We were able to counter-attack really well. My concern is, you look at their goals against record, it's pretty good. Are they going to sort of sit in and hope to counter us? And are we going to be able to break it down? We, we have struggled when teams have sat back, sat deep. You look at the Colchester at home performance. You look at, well, even Newport County, when they come to us, you know, they sat in, they done their job. They got the ball forward quickly. Obviously, Omar Bogle's not playing this weekend, but he caused us all sorts of problems. But it was just because of how direct they were. And we were just getting caught. And that would be my biggest concern on Saturday. If I, if I was honest, I, I think we need three points, but I'd probably take a point right now. Yeah, I, I, I suppose with, with with the running that we've got, um, certainly this 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 next week we've got obviously Newport Saturday. We've then got Stockport on the Tuesday. We've then got Wrexham on the on 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 the following Saturday. I just I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel for me that by the end of this week, by the end of uh, of next week, sorry, by by five o'clock after the Wrexham game, we need to be sitting in the playoffs. And I think that's if we if we want any chance of a playoff, a playoff push this season. I just think we've got too many tough games coming up, thick and fast, that are ahead of us. Um, Matt, what what team would you go for then on on Saturday? G, we'll come to you then. What team would you go for Saturday? Yeah, I'd probably. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd stick. Just because of the way they line up, they line up same way, 3-5-2. I'd probably stick with the formation. I would probably, I'd be tempted to either put Max or Scott Malone on the left-hand side of defence in the centre-back position, depending on which one of them is obviously naturally more comfortable. I'm sure obviously training ground will be aware of that. And then the rest of it, I'd, I'd just keep the same. And obviously, I know that means that I don't want the bench, but I'd, I just think he's an impact player at the minute. If, if Matt's there? Potentially, 
there, uh, there yep, we go. Yeah, yeah. So what, I am back. I am back. What, what team? What team are you going to go for, mate? Uh, well, again, for me, the, the, the key thing is is Shad going to be available? Um, look, if he is available, I would go same formation. I would actually go the same starting lineup bar Josh Walker and start Hortado. If okay. as I was say, if Shad isn't available, um, I'd go Max Connor, uh, probably Max Clark uh, and Romeo um, Hutton uh, playing as left and uh, right back. Uh, do again probably bring it in. Um, probably Ethan Coleman. Uh, I'd probably bring in Scott Malone as well on uh, on the left. Uh, probably go with Connor Marston on the right with yeah Ethan Coleman and maybe Johnny Williams playing like as a in sort of a diamond formation with yeah Hortado and Hawkins up top. Yeah, I think you make Connor Mahoney on the right rather than Connor Marston. <laughs> He's a, he's a goal-scoring monster. He meant Masterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no. Actually, actually, you know, scratch that. I think Hortado and Masterson up front <laughs> because that will guarantee us. That will guarantee us one entertainment and two yeah. goals. Yeah, I mean, it would be absolutely nuts, wouldn't it? But that, yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, before we before we get the the boys' predictions. Um, yeah, a massive a massive thank you to to everyone at the football club on um on Tuesday night you obviously noticed that we were we were on um we were on stage um with with Matt from Jewels in the Blood um before the game to interview Dom Jeffries. Um yeah we're obviously we're 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 sort of pleased to announce that um the we spoke to the club after the game um and, and a couple uh, and a day after and, and they were really 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 happy with it and, and they said that they would like to make it um a consistent thing where us and and Matt from from the Jewels and the Blood are on on the stage with different guests before every home game, um, so that will be a consistent thing now in the factory, which is really really good for us and and, and also for, for for Matt as well, which is which is absolutely brilliant and it and it definitely shows um, the club including us um, and um, yeah including its con- content creators, which which is like unbelievable really you, you wouldn't you wouldn't sort of think it would you um oh obviously when we started to started the channel it definitely wasn't that case it, it definitely is now so um yeah thank you to everyone at the football club for for including us in that and allowing us to do it so yeah hopefully you see see many guests join us join us on the stage for the rest of the season um also another thing as well is that um our partnership with Belleville you've noticed that we've given quite a few things away um for for games and things like that, we had a really good meeting with Belleville um, earlier today, and there's loads and loads of competitions that's going to be coming up for the rest of the season. Um, loads and loads of ticket giveaways, loads of different competitions. So that's fantastic. Also, Grit are our sponsors as well. Um, they're going to be giving tickets away to the Crew game, which is absolutely fantastic. And then um, our our last sponsor, Gaslek, um, Kent, who are going to be doing um, a little giveaway for a family of four for. For a day out of bowling, which will which will be announced in in due course as well. So thank you very much to that to to all those guys, um, massively massively appreciated. Um, I also noticed um, a Jules fan tweet us earlier about a potential charity game between us and Jules and the Blood, which we're looking to make happen, um, possibly possibly. Um, so 
yeah, uh, Matt and G, we'll get your score predictions then before we wrap it up and, and end it. Um, and, and we'll read the comments out as well. Matt, score prediction, go. <sighs> as much as I'm probably going to get hated for, for saying this, Jules are going to win 3 0. Oh, that is bold. That is bold. But. And, wait, wait, wait. Hortado to score. Not, 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 not a hat trick, not to score one goal at least. Well, we, 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 we said, we said you were bold against Notts County and look what happened. So you never know, do you? Uh, G, what are you going for? Oh, I wish you'd come to me first so you could finish optimistically. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to say one all. I'm going to go, oh yeah, one all I'm going to go with. I think, again, I just don't think it's going to suit us playing against Newport. I actually, I actually think it's going to suit us more playing Wrexham and Stockport than it is Newport. Okay. Um, all right, let's read out the comments then before we go, because uh, I'm always moaned out for not reading out the comments. So I will read out the comments. German Jules has tweeted us, said, uh, heard the last thoughts clearly through iFollow. Felt amazing through the PC, and I know international fans watching would feel the same. Uh, Stu Lewis said, mental comments. Jorge, a has for start. Think about the yellows. Newport will pick up early fouling him. Yeah, fair point, fair point. Luke Draper said, one of the things I noticed this weekend when Ortado got the penalty, Swindon had about six players on the ground confused on what on earth had happened. He confuses and destroys the defence. Great player to start, but also a great impact up. I think we could do a 3-4-3 with Hawkins and Masterson out front with Ortado. Carl Spence said, I'd consider bringing in Sean Williams back into the squad purely for scenarios like the Swindon game when trying to close the game out. I feel bringing on Sean overlapsedly would feel the better option. Replace Sean with Nanderson on the bench going Forward, fair point. Okay, the Jules are off to Wales this weekend to let um to 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 see to see if they can secure three points to get themselves back in the playoff places, which they should have done on Tuesday night, but they couldn't quite do it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sure there's going to be a post match show on Saturday evening. Stay tuned for that. Um, thank you all for listening tonight, and as always, up the Jules. Good night. <laughs>